Have you ever had a moment that shattered your best laid plans? Yep, shit happens. You're lost and not sure how to pick up the pieces. Discover a higher level of results when you join the Fab Five as we take you on a weekly adventure shifting you beyond your best plan. We reveal how to elevate your mind, body, and spirit and create a harmonious life. The Fab Five is passionate about making the world a better place. Through sharing our gifts, talents, and stories, you'll obtain the resources, strategies, and tools you need on your journey of healing and growth. Step into your authentic self, moving beyond your best plan. Thank you for joining us again with Beyond Your Best Plans. Today, we're Kathleen, Sarah, Whitney, Catherine, and Claudette coming to you as the Fab Five, and we are talking about going with the flow. I don't know about you, but have any of you ever walked out into the ocean when the current's coming in and feeling how hard it is to literally just... (laughs) try to get your next step ahead of you and the water's pushing you back every time. That is the opposite of going with the flow. Yeah. Walking up the river. Exact. That's harder. Honestly, you're right. Yeah. Swimming's even harder than the walking up the river. Absolutely. I love it. That's so true. Today's all about talking about going with the flow. And Catherine, you come to mind often because I love one of your regular statements, which is I'm in flow. So share with us a little bit about a time when... (laughs) It's so uh, funny. I always think about when we were brainstorming for the podcast about our our titles and how some of us interpret it differently than others. But yes, (laughs) I interpret it as being in flow of life. And that's where I want to be. (laughs) I love the feeling. The other, the opposite of that for me is like turmoil and overwhelm and frustration and like just way too much overdrive. And I've really learned this a whole lot over the last couple of years. And it's an ongoing practice daily and learning and grow as well to be in the flow. And as a businesswoman, and we all are, ladies, I'm sure you're going to feel me on this, <laughs> uh, a balance, it's intentional, mindful balance of, especially in business, of when to be in flow and when to drive, because we have to use both energies, right? And so yeah. it's a very mindful balance. And I have an actual practice and strategy that I do on the daily and it's has to do with what's the truth and do I need to act on this impulse of doing and driving in this moment or just lay back and chill and see where it goes it's a constant mindfulness of that oh it's so true Catherine you know I found myself just a couple of weeks ago just driving 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 and I was so and actually probably if I were to be honest here, <laughs> I would say just last week because I was driving, like my book cover wasn't coming out. My marketing on my website wasn't getting done. My programs weren't getting put up in Kajabi. My branding wasn't coming together. And all of this was in conjunction with trying to pitch CNN and a couple other natural, national media outlets and 
I was going with the pushing of like, I got to get this done so I can pitch CNN and it has to be consistent. And then why are these people not doing this? And I was just it. I was so frustrated at one point, I just slammed my computer down, down and I said, clearly I am driving way too hard right now. Yeah. I need to just unplug, put my phone on silent and go out to the pool and turn on some meditation music. And truly, completely unplugged because I think when we, you know, there's that balance of like becoming the rug where people just walk all over you or the aggressive driver who is like, I'll rip your head off. If I speak, I will rip your head off. And really where you want to be is in the middle is where I usually am. And I just felt myself just really just being all up in up in it. I'm just going to say. Body lets us know we're out of flow. (laughs) And the second that I, and I love this topic because I wasn't going to bring it up until you brought it up, Catherine, was like, I love the topic because when I did unplug and when I did say, stop driving, listen to what's happening here. When I came back three or four hours later, things started to flow in. Like the the marketing was there in my in my email box. The book cover resolution was there. You know, like things just started to flow in as I just said, okay, start listening to myself and give myself the break. So I think all women that are and and I think, you know, I if men are out there, they're great for you, but you're normally drivers anyways. But all of women who are really driving you know, like driving right, especially right now with kids at home and, you know, the household and then working from home and business entrepreneurs and they're juggling so much. It just, we find ourselves driving because we want to keep doing more. And I think really when we step back, I don't think, I know, because as soon as we step back and connect with ourselves, the flow is so, so much easier, just so much easier. You know, the the interesting part, you know, Kathleen and hearing both you and Catherine is there's that moment where you have to have the self-awareness to know so that you can stop so that you can take a different approach. Right. And I think the five of us are self-aware enough and have been on journeys long enough to know that there's another side of us that can get things done in a way that the driving doesn't, right? So, and you're right, Catherine, it's a balance. It's a push and a, and a pull. It's a give and take. It's about taking the time to understand that you have to, and I'm moving, you can't see that on the podcast, but right <laughs> now I'm moving yeah, because it. that is, it's, it's a, it's a dance, right? It's a dance. And yeah. your partner, however, in the dance is not necessarily physical and attached to you physically it's life that's your partner. And so it becomes, it's this dance, but you have to be in tune just as you would if you were dancing for the five of us with a man, right? So 
that you're connected to, if you're slow dancing, the way you get into that dance is to let go, right? And just feel your body next to his and just move. And we don't often do that out the, out the gate, out the box. And it happens more when we feel like something's not working here. Something's not right. And then we stop and give in. And I have been, you know, practicing being more in touch so that I can take that approach out the gate. And so my morning practice, and I've talked about this before, my morning practice is helping me to get to that place so that I can operate from a place that allows me to flow initially and not Mm -hmm. have to wait until I am like, what is going on here? (laughs) Why isn't this working? And, (laughs) And flow more freely, more often. I'm not there yet, but (laughs) that is, that's my goal is to just be in touch, be aware enough so that I can just be in partnership with life from the beginning and not have to stop when I'm struggling with something in order to have to come back. Feels so much better when it does. So good. You're dancing with life. I forgot what that dance was like. Can you just talk about that? <laughs> she made it sound so good. It is good. It's so good. <laughs> Dance of life. <laughs> it is, you know, it was so interesting for me, this topic reflecting on it, because I realized how much contrast in my life, this idea of going with the flow or this belief, whatever we want to categorize it as, but it creates so much contrast in my life. Like I, you know, like contrast, like you, do you all have things in your life where, you know, you act one way in one area of your life and then differently in another area of your life? Like with my friends, I was just on a girls weekend at the beach and super chill, laid back. I'm super go with the flow. I'll go out to eat. I'll stay and sit on the deck. I'll go to the beach. I'll do a night swim, whatever, whatever y'all want. But then, you know, it's a different story in dealing with, you know, my business, right? It's, it's again, finding, you know, that balance of, you know, going with the flow and driving the process. Really interesting. And for me, when I thought about the business, I also feel like going with the flow is a spiritual experience, mm, especially mm-hmm. when thinking about my businesses, right? Like with Fit District, I learned, you know, at the just recently, you know, this I was working at this topic of go with the flow, but I was still finding myself very frustrated that. I wasn't getting it off the ground quick enough, like two years in and I'm still working on getting it off the ground. That was the judgment in my mind, you know, and then, you know, really feeling frustrated about it and overwhelmed and a little drained and, you know, having moments of that. Right. And then all of a sudden, boom, coronavirus hits. And I'm thanking God that we're not open (laughs) 
right? <laughs> I'm thanking God yeah. that the timing didn't work out how I thought I wanted it, you know? And, yeah. you know, have you ever had that where it's like, yeah. one of your biggest frustrations or biggest points of pain or overwhelm or whatever then becomes like your biggest blessing. And if we wouldn't, you know, it's like, all right, so go with the flow. Claudette said this in one of our past episodes, like that she felt like Fit District was protected because of that. And so for me, thinking about go with the flow, you know, is having also that faith and that it's all working out like perfectly. And when your body will tell you, when you're frustrated, when you're overwhelmed, when you got to just like relax and, and let go. I remember reading in a book once I was trying to think of the name of the book. It's so good. It'll come to me probably as we're like ending, but anyway, go. I remember opening it one day. I opened the book and it was when I was in my overwhelmed, frustrated state on timing. And it said, slow down and you will go further. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's beautiful. I love that. That's, Amazing. Slow down and you'll go further. The state of being is when we are in our highest level of power. So when we are in a state mm. of being versus doing, mm. to gain, when we're in a state of being, the locks of knowledge can drop into our knowing. It's called intuition, gut. And there is a divine order and guidance that knows every possible outcome on the time continuum. And so to me, when I was surrendering to the flow, I will have to say it was a bit of a battle because I had this illusion that I needed to control my life. I had an illusion that I had control of my life. And the visual that was given to me, like in my imagination, was the divine spirit of truth said, just get in a boat. And in my imagination, I was just visualizing this. I'm in a boat and I realized there are no oars. There is no way to guide it. And I just saw the boat get pushed out and then I was just flowing. And I began to have a remembrance of all the times that I was protected from something. I wanted something to be one way, ended up being another way. And then hindsight is twenty twenty. You look back and you're like, oh, I'm so glad it happened. So that's what happened with you, Catherine. You know, but when we surrender, we don't have to work so hard. And I think the balance between the drive and the flow is the flow gives you the guidance to know what to drive for. So get that's the guidance good. first and then put drive into that and make that happen because that's the guidance. And so it goes, okay, now do this. And then once you're done with that, the next guidance might be go to the pool, turn everything off, regroup, because when we're in our power, things happen way faster. Than I like that guidance. Yeah. Go to the pool guidance. And go oh, to the I like the go to the beach guidance, people. <laughs> we, we've all been guided to the beach coming up very soon. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. So to me, it's just ease. It is controls an illusion. The illusion of control says we have a handle on this or that. But if you've ever noticed so many things are out of our control that happen, well, the guidance takes all of that into account. And that's why it's just release that illusion of control and then just go, I choose to be guided. I choose to trust the divine guidance. I choose to trust the truth and then just flow in that. And it's just, I remember when I started doing that, I was like, I am not exhausted anymore. It was so beautiful. <laughs> 
Well, it, it, it's funny, Claudette, that, that you, it's not funny, of course, we're always on the same page <laughs> on the most part, but what the control really comes from, and I found that to be true last week when I was driving, is the fear. Yeah. Fear of that I'm not going to complete what I want to complete. I want to complete. And it's the belief that I have control of the timing when it's really divine timing. Mm -hmm. And so when people are out there, when you're out there, the new listener who's out there and thinking, I have to control my environment, then what are you afraid of? And what are you afraid of? And usually when we come out driving, you're afraid of having, losing control of something, whether it's home or work related. Yeah. Such a great point, Kathleen. Oh, yeah. so good. When you peel it yeah. all away, it's just fear. Yeah. It, it is, really is fear. And that fear kept me paralyzed forever, honestly. About three years ago, I just found myself exhausted. You know, Claudette, you said exhaustion. I had pushed, and that was what I did, is I pushed through life for so long that I physically became exhausted. I physically was having chronic health issues and I was tired and short and exhausted. I never felt like I could catch up and I was falling apart and I didn't know how to gain it back. I was trying all different sorts of health remedies and spiritual healing remedies and education. And what it came down for me was understanding why I couldn't go with the flow and I couldn't go with the flow because I didn't trust anything. Mm. I believed in fate. And I mean, that was easy. And I definitely was the first person to tell you if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. I had a story. And I think my friends hearing me say this probably are like, Oh, how can you say that you, you don't trust? But I really, the true core of it for me (laughs) was I didn't trust the universe to handle it. And I didn't Did you trust, trust yourself. I didn't trust myself one bit. That was really, right. and I didn't trust the people who surrounded me, not because they weren't trusting or able to be trusted. I was not giving that to them because I didn't know how. And I did read Ilana Van Zant's book, Trust. And it, for me, it spoke volumes and it mm-hmm. created a path where I was able to create healing And also some new patterns around why I could go with the flow. Now go with the flow because I know and trust that everything is resolved in my favor. Everything in life is going to work out in my favor for this and me in this lifetime. And I believe that to my core so much that when I, you know, do get frustrated, like you were saying, Kathleen, where a project's not done. I mean, we're all business women. We're all badass business women, to be honest. Hey, Entrepreneurs hey, on this call. Are. We yeah. make shit happen every day. But mm-hmm. are we doing that through flow? Or are we doing that through force? And yeah. I'm practicing on a daily basis of catching myself when I'm trying to force something and stepping back and saying, what am I scared of? Right? Right. And why am I in this strong need for control. And I, I really look back and I, I'm going to go back to uncertainty as a child, right? I have exactly. so much uncertainty. And when you have so much uncertainty, you the only thing that you can gain certainty about is what you can control. 
So letting go of that pattern was not easy, but I did the work and I feel so much better. And I feel, I don't feel exhausted anymore. Oh, that's that's awesome, Sarah. I um I worked with Panache Desai this past week with in a group call. Unfortunately, there were only two other women that showed up. Like there were supposed to be a lot more, and so there was just three of us with Panache Desai. And if anybody's ever worked with anybody, he's just an energy guru. Is what I'm going to say. And I just an, an amazing man. Awesome, yeah, and amazing. I'm so glad you brought that up, Sarah, about childhood because. Although I have, I continue to do healing and on myself and help for others. And I think, again, I've taught, said it before, but life is a healing journey, not a story of pain. And really the underlying piece of it was about powerlessness and the belief that I shouldn't be seen. And as much as we're all powerhouses and we're kick-ass women and we're here doing this podcast, there's still a fear of completely being seen or there was up until that point. And really went back to, all the way back to, which I had thought I'd already resolved this, but all the way back to when my birth father's father, so my father's, my birth father's, yeah, father, my grandfather, touched me inappropriately, sexually, as, as an infant slash toddler. And the process we went through is like you just now, you know, you basically end up visualizing you holding him. And I was like, hell no, I'm not holding him. He's not getting near my body, whether it's energetic or not. Like he's not getting near my body. It's like just, you know, you're, you're drinking the poison. So I add that because eventually I did, but I add that because sometimes we don't know why we're driving. Sometimes we don't know why we're afraid. Sometimes we think we've done all the work there is to do. What, what is wrong with us? But in fact, there's still something that you just don't even realize is there. And I'm really grateful for the process, but I just wanted to share that about sometimes we just don't know. Have that memory being an infant. Oh, that's a whole other topic. Yeah. Like, but, but you're right. I mean, it is, there's driving forces behind the driving and the controlling. And I think it's really important to be very mindful of this. And I've been, I, this has also been a, a learning journey for me is especially when you're dealing with other people and how that affects the, how the driving affects other people mm. and how, when we communicate it, how that affects other people. And so there's a real thoughtfulness and mindfulness behind going with the flow and dealing with the team, especially in your business or even your intimate relationships, because going with the flow does require a letting go. And so I loved reflecting on this topic. And it is especially, obviously the most challenging is when you know you feel like, your way may be better, right? Or you may have, you know, I just think to my, just to be practical about this, because I, I know this comes up for many of us is when that, it's like an impulse that happens or like a trigger that, you know, some way in your mind is better, right? Than the other person's or, or if you interject in some way or communicate in some way, it's going to be better, right? And so, it's like an impulse or a trigger. And so I just think to myself, is this really going to add, I better add a lot of value in this moment. If I'm going to interject, right. And it better be, you know, my intention is to be a serving leader 
and a supportive leader and a motivate empowering leader. So this better add a lot of value, especially with dealing with the team, because also I think I believe part of empowering a team is allowing them to come up with the ideas and executing them and allowing them even some room to fail. Oh, um, you know, and so sometimes it's powerful to just say, this may even add a lot of value right now, but it's the right time to just go with the flow. So knowing the timing of it and really making sure when you're dealing with the team as a leader, we all are that you're mindful of these when to go with the flow moments and then when to add your value. You know, that's such a good point. And, uh, you know, I've been experiencing this kind of working through it with my husband now for 10 years. And I would say that before we got together 10 years ago, you know, I had been single after my first marriage for, I don't know, 15, 20 years, however long it had been, you know, a long time and had gotten to a place where I took care of myself, right? I bought my own house. Um, I had a good paying job. Everything I wanted to do, I did. I didn't have to ask anyone. And in the first couple of years of our marriage, we were having some some battles. And in all honesty, it continues to this day. It's not perfect. But we had a conversation and he said to me that you still live like you're a single person. And, you know, I kind of, I heard him, but I didn't really hear him. Kind of continued to do what I was doing. And I was um, doing a project at church, having a conversation with someone that we had been in marriage class with. And I was asking her how marriage was going because we met, she and her guy were, her now husband, they were single, but going to class. And and my husband and I were single, but going to class before we got married. And so I hadn't seen her. And I said, so how's married life? And she was explaining how they were having some troubles because she was living her life like a single person. And I said, someone just told me that same thing, (laughs) And it was, it was eye-opening because it's very easy to just, it, 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 you can go with the flow and still be out of flow, right? So, mm. it, which I think goes back to the point that Claudette had made earlier. But so I was like continuing to go with the flow, but I was, I'm, I'm in a new river now. But I was like still flowing like over here when I needed to be flowing this way. And so it, it reminds me, I was watching some science program a couple of weeks ago. I did not know this. You guys probably know this. I did not know this, that the water in the Pacific Ocean and the Atlantic Ocean don't meet. They don't mix. Right, they're like two different colors, two densities, two temperatures. They are totally different, and apparently, you can tell where they meet because they're so different. And so, I feel like in thinking about my marriage in this analogy, is that I was a Pacific Ocean, my husband was the Atlantic Mm -hmm. Ocean, and we're just kind of doing this where we're supposed to be in. It's supposed to be new water, right? It's supposed to be 
a whole different so but I was still continuing yeah. to flow yeah. in my water and he was kind of in his water and I had to step back and say you know what I'm not trying to be single in my marriage I want to be married oh, and, and so it it has to be a change that had to happen there. And it's a change that I'm at times still struggling. Um, <laughs> but being self-aware, I have to catch myself and then be, I don't remember who said this, Catherine, I think, being intentional. Oh, yes. Taking the time to be intentional to flow with it. Otherwise, I'm, we're going to continue to flow like the Atlantic Ocean and the Pacific Ocean you know, kind of moving alongside each other, but not the way we're supposed to be new. You gotta, you gotta bring the two oceans in together. You, you, they gotta it's, intermingle. It's a daily practice, right? You gotta, right. It's, I think it's very powerful as a couple to have two waters a-flowing since we're using this ocean analogy. I think it's powerful to have two oceans flowing and having your own lives going on and your own interests and passions and fulfillments happening. I think it's very healthy and powerful, but, but yeah, you got to figure out in the relationship, how to meet, bring those two oceans in together. And that comes back to your point about balance. There's a balance there, right? With yes. What are some of the things you guys have done? You're two individuals. Bring in the balance. We're still working through it, right? And figuring it out. But the important thing is that we recognize that it's the piece that needs help, right? Going back to self-awareness. Otherwise, we would never be able to address that. And so it started with him saying, you're living like you're single. He comes from a place, he played basketball. So he's used to being part of a team. I played tennis. I played golf. Uh, you know, I'm used to being an individual, you know, and, and doing my own thing, my own way. And, and he's constantly reminding me marriage is a team sport. And yes, each individual has a role to play as part of the team, but you have to get on the same page, same mission, the same vision in order for it to, for us to be able to find our flow together while we also do our individual things. So one of the things that Jeff brought to my attention was I was always saying I. Mm. It's like, it's we, it's we. And, you know, I had been single for so long and I was used to just reflecting on an individual path and an yeah. individual person. And then when I was able to start adding the word we, and part of that was trusting the we, right? Right, right. You know? We have a funny analogy in real estate. If you want business, all you got to do is go out of town. And there's about oh, 1.2 million realtors in this country that will say to you exactly what Claudette said, which is that's true. And that is a reflection of we let go of the phone. We're on our way. Our minds are now open to something new, open to something different. And guess what flows in business? You know, and so I think it's just that way in so many areas of our life. And when an artist is in flow, 
right? The mm. creativity is flowing and there's movement. Um, and when they're stuck, they have to change their state to create a different yes. experience so they can get back to flow and continue to create their art. Um, some of the ways I change my state are to take a walk and get some fresh air, get some sunshine, go outside, get away yeah. from the desk and meditate that's a huge one for me in the morning yes. meditating and getting myself in flow and my mindset and my heart right before my day even begins well it's about Life your will teach little, us. oh yes yes it's the coronavirus this year i mean 2020 has been a year of probably most people of learning to go with the flow at some level right ladies well, either that or resisting and fighting and which one is, yeah. is more fun. So, you know, it's kind of like your lower self is that what I call the Chihuahua brain, because it's funny to say that, or your higher self, which one do you want to actually control the, the brain, Chihuahua brain that kind of messes everything up, barks a lot, or do you want your higher self, which as connected to the divine can have all of that guidance? It's really up to you know, it's up to you. And it, it's not just something you can just do. Like people say, just go with the flow. You have to inwardly experience what it feels like. And so don't be hard on yourself if you try to go with the flow and you don't get it right for a month. Just, you know, all you have to do is say, what is the truth about flow? Just ask that and your higher self will begin to answer that question. Spirit of truth will begin to answer that question. What is the truth? How can I step into the flow? Just begin to say, how can I release, you know, be accountable for what you're accountable for. This is another thing about marriage. You know, if accountability is decided, like you're accountable for this, your partner's accountable for that. And then you guys stick with that. There starts to be more peace, right? And not interfering and trusting that the person that's accountable will follow through. Right. Right. So trust that the truth is accountable to follow through with the guidance for you. And, and it's starting to surrender into that. And it's experiential. It happens on the inside. It will be a knowing that drops into you like intuition. That's, I mean. It's so true. You well, I can't it in the body. Yeah. I can't speak for marriage because that hasn't been very successful as of late, but <laughs> I can't speak to <laughs> what has been. <laughs> and since my success in other areas has been good, I'm just going to go with that. It's just like the gratitude. You can't be out oh, of flow yes. when you're in gratitude. You know, it's like exactly. being in gratitude, breathing, meditating. You know, we've talked about morning practice in the past and I, I would continue to to bring that up is like starting your day off with gratitude. It will start your day out in flow. And then how do you stay in flow? And then staying in gratitude yeah. throughout the day, yeah. you know, t- staying in touch with that. And, and you're absolutely right, Kathleen. It, gratitude is the, the grounding state that basically makes everything else work, right? Because you can't be in those lower level states and energies when you're in gratitude they don't they don't go together right they're not compatible and so if you can stay in gratitude then the other stuff you know sort of takes care of itself yeah i love Mm. it i love it there's so many just good words from today trust right gratitude came up 
truth, getting the yeah. real truth about what's going on. And I loved your, I loved the ocean analogy. That was amazing. And yeah. together. So blending, you know, uh, part of going with the flow is a blend, just really powerful way to start to live your life is letting go and really going with the flow. This was an amazing, amazing call today, ladies. Thank you so much. I learned so much from each of you and Catherine, your message about, you know, how to, about how we vocalize and, and being part of a team that is huge. And all of everything that you guys have shared today is just so beautiful. Thank you for coming on and joining us. And we are going to meet you next week and talk yeah. more about clearing your space. Kathleen, our co-host, is going to host next week and clearing your space. So we look forward to you joining us. And we can't wait to hear more about how you've trusted a situation and it's created flow or what you do to stay in flow or what you're doing to go with the flow these days. What are your tools and resources? Tell us more about those on our Facebook page at Beyond Your Best Plan. If you'd like to reach out to us, you can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. Love it. Have a beautiful week. Thank Thank you. Thanks, ladies. The Fab Five thanks you for joining us today as we assist you in moving beyond your best plans. We just ask that this week you find one way to step into your authentic self. Listen, review, and don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. You can find us at beyondyourbestplan.com. See you on the other side of your best plan.